0: I want you to go to Matthew 11. I want to be working out of 28 and 30, those verses. Mother's Day. Joyce, how long has mom been gone? Nine years? Yeah. I think nine years. My mother's one of those oozy ones that just love Jesus like crazy. I think sometimes, how in the world do mothers even make it, especially those that have got a whole stack of kids? Back before you had Hardee's and McDonald's and They had to cook everything there was to cook, so they got up in the morning early and started cooking, and they actually cooked all stinking day, but that's what mothers did, and had good food. Now it's run to Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah. I want to read through this, and we're going to back up and talk about this a little bit, this sort of. Jesus makes the statement. I know it's Jesus because it's in the red in my Bible. And by the way, too, you're in trouble today because I've got two Bibles. So, 1128, it says, Come to me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. You say, how in the world are you going to bring a Mother's Day message out of that? Well, I want to back up to start with. It's an interesting set of scriptures. In all four of the Gospels, all 89 chapters that's in the four Gospels, there's only one place in in the Gospels that Jesus talks about his heart. I just read it to you. You know, we learn about the disciples. We we learn about his ministry. We learn about the covenant. We learn about just all the different things, the fulfillment of it all. We learn about it all. learn about his journeys. But he never, ever talks about his heart except right here. And as I studied this set of scriptures, I thought, wow. So I want you to listen to what the wording in this really means, and then you're going to see why I brought it up on Mother's Day. It says... It says in the scripture again. It says, "Take my yoke upon you, and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart." That's his heart. But what does the word "gentle" and what does the word "lowly" mean? Now it's in. It's only that particular Greek word is only used three times in the New Testament, and I've got those wrote down. Matthew five five. It says, Bless, "Blessed of the meek," and that's the same word as "gentle" here. Then in Matthew twenty-one five, it says, "Coming to you lowly and riding on a donkey." That's also the same Greek word. And then in 1 Peter three four, it says, "Clothe yourself from that which comes from within," and the beauty of a of a and have a, have the beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit. The word gentle there and quiet spirit's all the same thing. But the meaning behind them are just so interesting when you look these up and you study them. The word gentle means more than, than what we think in the English language. The word gentle there literally comes to the place in, in Scripture where it talks about a person that is gentle and quiet in spirit but has open arms. And you think about the father, if he's only speaking of his heart one time how serious this is. Well, now picture a mother, what does she always do when the child in need comes running? Opens his arms. Think about... Now, think about not just your mother, but think about the father. We always look at the father because of our religious training. We always look at the father as looking at us only when we're doing good and everything's going good as far as what we're accomplishing. When did he open his arms? He says, I'm gentle. When you're in trouble, when you've done something wrong, when you're hurting... He's always there, just like the mother is, with open arms. And when you when you when you really look at that, he loves us always, he never leaves us. But when he's with you the most in your your heartaches is when that's going on. And I I, I guess the picture that I seen most is is, you know, around here we see the little kids running around and you see the mother and you see them running to the mother. I, right now I see Gloria and and Ashley, because that's one that I have seen the most. She's still at that age where she's a little timid and a little shy and a little scared. there's too much input coming in. And all of a sudden she'll turn, and you'll see Ashley go like this. "I'll take care of you." But that's what the father does to us, all of the non-stop people. He's there for every heartache. He's there for every, every thought that brings you down just a little bit. See, that's where the problem is in society today. So many don't have Jesus. So many don't have any place to go. So many don't understand that they don't have to fight the battles of life. They don't have to deal with the situation and the circumstances that take place in their life. They don't, have to go, they don't have to go to their self. They don't have to go to someone else that will most of the time give you. It's so funny. We go to counseling to somebody. that We're in debt. And we'll go to somebody that's been in debt, somebody that still owes money. We'll go, we, we've got a marriage problem, so we'll go to somebody who's been divorced seven times. No, all you have to do is go to the father. And his arms are always open. It's like the child running to mom. Always, always. I can't imagine. <laughs> we had Diane, Vicki, Ronnie, Don, Joyce, Scott, Lloyd, and Bill that they adopted. I cannot imagine the number of times that my mother had to open her arms and said, come to me. <laughs> kind of a funny story on my mom. Every time... Every, every time we had a cut or a scratch or a hurt. Scott's shaking his head. Every time I fell off my bike, it didn't matter. Mom would have Germatrol. Does anybody know what Germatrol is? It's a bowl cleaner, toilet bowl cleaner. She would dump that or rub that on your body. We found out later that it worked so good because it killed nerve endings. <laughs> but my mother's hands were always when she was, she had the Germatrol because it fixed it. But we've got a Heavenly Father that has the answer to every problem that you'll face in your life. No matter what it is, even if you brought it on yourself, even if you've made the mistake got off in something you shouldn't got off in. He never, ever pulls his hands back. That's how strong that word is. It emphasizes that point. He never, ever, he always is gentle. He's always with a quiet spirit. He's always got his hand. He's not asking questions. He's not condemning you. He's not cutting you down. Mom, don't do that. I don't care what your child's done. And you all, <laughs> you mothers all know what I'm talking about. They can be as nasty as they want to be. You still have your arms open and love them. Just the way he is. That's just the way they are. That's just the way it is. It's just that that takes place. And I thought the word lowly in in the New King James was also an interesting word. It said in the scripture that he was lowly and on, on a donkey. Jesus always, this is because some religious people won't like this, but Jesus always comes down to our level. That's what the scripture says. He says, he said in this scripture, I'm sharing my heart now, get this. I am gentle and I'm lowly. I will always come down. My first thing that popped in my mind, everybody here does this, but mothers do it more. You always end up down at the child's level. When the child falls, when the child makes a mistake, when the child just needs comfort, when the when the child needs, all the, the different qualities that, that we know in the area of the love package all come down to coming down to their level. We always see authority as higher up. It's kind of like uh, Jenny come in. We always pray right before service, and Jenny commences. on coming in the principal's office. Well, I that's not how I want to know Jesus. I want Jesus to be the same level even though he is above me and he's above it all. He still comes down. I mean, look, he came to earth to start with. And then he was supposed to be king and he come in on the back of a donkey. Anytime, think think about the lepers. Everybody just stood away from the lepers and he dove right into that. I mean, I think of leprosy. I think now of these armadillos that they claim you can, you can pick up leprosy off of it. So what do I do with the armadillo? I don't touch them. I don't get around them. I don't like them. Why? Because of what's there. Jesus wasn't that way. He was lowly. And he came down to the level of the leopard, the leper and absolutely got his hands on them which was an absolute no-no in customs and, and the times. But, but think about the mothers, now that we're comparing, it doesn't matter what, they come, they come down to that level. You know, especially when they're, they're, they're toddlers, especially when they're crawling, you end up on the floor with them. You think, well, that's because it's easier. No, you, you just get down to that level and you look them in the eye. You don't talk from up here. You may, when you lose it, you may scream from up here, but God don't, God don't do that. That's not, that's, that's flesh. That's not the mother you really are. The real mother you are is, is what he is in his heart. And why do I say this? Because, and we talk about it all the time, because he's got a heart for you, so that heart for you is in the mothers. It, it's built in. Yeah. Women as a whole, well, 99.9% women are, are a big dimmer switch. Y'all are looking at me. Every, every situation in their life has a dimmer switch. And they're never off. They're turned down and turned up, turned down and turned up. Uh, they're cooking, they're, they're disciplining, they're, they're taking care of their husband. They're, but the dimmer's always on. Where with a man, we don't have this mother's love. We have switches. This may help marriages. Everything is off except what we're doing. A few people shaking their heads. There's a few men that do multitask a little better. But most of us, if we're at work, we're working. When we come home, if we don't turn off the switch from work, we stay in work at home and you're not a father. But with a woman, she's a big dimmer switch. She's got everything on a little bit. Nothing ever, ever. Talk to one. If you talk long enough, they'll cover every subject there is because they just keep dialing up and then this will remind them of something else and they'll dial this switch up and then this will remind them of something else and then all the while they're talking about everything that goes on. (laughs) I'm not criticizing. That's what it takes to be a mother. God has dimmer switches. He doesn't turn anybody off. Everybody here has got their own switch. And everybody here is on all of the time. When we get down to their level, we just turn the switch up a little higher, get involved in what they're doing and what's going on, and we don't cut them down or criticize them for what they're doing. It's like a child that falls the first time. No mother is going to scream at that child for falling down. What do we do? Come on, you can can do it. We even get down talking in our language. Come on, come on, you can do it. You Come on now. And then we got to learn not to talk that or they'll end up talking that way all the time. But we get down to that level. The father's the same way. He comes down to our level and talks to us in our language so that we can understand. And then he expects you to grow up and he talks a little more adult. When I was a child, when you were a child, and then all you got to do is, is have a thought. And you know his, you hear his voice. A lot of times when you are growing in the Lord and you listen to a pastor a lot, things will happen in your life and you'll hear the pastor. That's not the pastor. That's God speaking. He just spoke his word to you. But we got to recognize God is in the middle of, of, of being, that's his heart. There's no place else in the gospel that talks about his heart except for those two words. He's gentle and he's lowly. Well, I can take that right there and look at a, a woman as being a mother and everything that he says there, you are and you do. And that's why your children may go through hard times in their life, but eventually they come out to be adults like the rest of us and we make it. And especially if we keep Christ in the middle of us, we're all going to be okay. But to add to that, I want to I go to the Passion Bible I'm just going to set this out of the way. I'm going to go to the Passion Bible and go to uh, 1 Corinthians 13. I'm going to be short this morning. I know everybody's got things to do on this Mother's Day. In the Passion Bible, four through 4 through 7, maybe a little bit of 8 there, I want to read what the Passion Bible says about love because love is that quality that that everybody's got, but love is that quality that when you put, when you put gentleness, that g- gentle spirit and that lowly spirit with this, it covers all of this. Love is large and incredibly patient. I like that right there. See, we, we have been given the, the spirit of patience. We sometimes think we're not very patient, but you've got that in you, especially a mother that walks gentle and lowly. Love is large and incredibly patient. Love is gentle and consistently kind to all. It refuses to be jealous when blessings comes to someone else. Love does not brag about one's achievements, nor inflate its own importance. Love does not traffic in shame and disrespect, nor selfish, selfishly seek its own honor. Love is not easily irritated or quick to take offense. Love, joyful, celebrate honesty and and. Finds no delight in what is wrong. Love is a safe place of shelter. Man, think about that. Any time the child is in trouble, the mother is there, our desires, and will go a million miles to be there with open arms. I don't care what the situation, what the circumstance, or what took place. I've talked to too many moms, and I've seen my mom in action too many times. When somebody in the family was in trouble... She was there. And that's exactly all these qualities that we're talking about here. He goes on and says, love is a safe place of shelter for it never stops believing the best for others. Never stops, never stops believing the best. We all could use that one. Instead of looking at the negative of people's lives, look at the positive of people's lives. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. And then in verse 8 it says, love never stops, I love this, love never stops loving. Love never stops loving. Happy Mother's Day to those that have been able to raise kids, those that have been able to adopt kids, those that have been able to... Uh, draw kids in from other countries. Uh, Neil and Monica done. I don't know how many they've done. So many kids. What you're doing is you're transferring that that God placed in your heart. I, I, when I seen this, as I, as I studied about this, and I seen that's the only place that it spoke about his heart, I thought, how? I mean, how unselfish is that? Here Jesus is bringing the gospel about what he's done for us, but he never brags on himself. He never talks about himself. And then finally he comes across. But by the way, if you're in trouble, I, I love the way it reads in the scripture. Let me go in, in 14. Where was I at in, in 11? I was in chapter 11, verse what? 28. In the Passion, it says, Are you weary, carrying a heavy burden? Come to me. I will refresh your life, for I am your oasis. I like that. Simply join your life with mine. Learn my ways, and you will discover that I am gentle and humble, easy to please. You will find refreshment and rest in me, for all that I require of you will be pleasant and easy to bear. You know, it, it says in, in the New King James that his yoke is easy. I don't know if everybody, especially the younger generation, understands what a yoke is. A yoke is is a a, a wooden board that went across the oxen and went to the other oxen. And they would put they would put the, the mature oxen on one side, and he would he would direct and he would guide and he would show them which way to go by by just them being tied to him. Jesus is saying, just hook up with me. Just hook up with me and I'm going to show you how to take care. Just hook up with me and I'm going to show you how to, to open your arms. Just hook up with me and I'm going to show you how to, to walk in humility and meekness. Humility and meekness also means it's not weak. Meek means that you actually know your position in Christ. You know that you're nothing without him. Well, as a a mother, you recognize I'm nothing without God helping me through all this. Times when they're screaming for God, but God's always there taking care of them. And you come to that place of recognizing, if I can hook up with God in my life, young people, adults, all of you, listen to me. Hook up with Jesus and just follow that still, small voice. And as you learn the word, he will, he, will, he will pull you and direct you in the right direction and you will find that he's the one taking care of us. As a mother, do the same thing. Just recognize that every day you're hooked up with him and he's going to show you how to do. He's going to tell you when to open your arms. He's going to tell you when to stand firm. He's going to tell you uh, how, to, how to raise children and take care of them. He's, he's got this. He's got our lives. Uh, he, he's got everything in our lives. What is a what is a, a mother? Well, she's tender, she's welcoming, she's understanding, she's willing, she's meek, she's down with you, she's in every situation, every problem, and she always will be like God is. He's always there and always will be. Team, wants not you come on up? Father, we thank you. Sharp message this morning, but Father, so impactive knowing, knowing that you, your arms are always open, knowing that you're always at that place of being down at our level helping us to get from that level from glory your word says that you take us from glory to glory and father that's because you're with us all of the time directing and guiding your word says to take my yoke and I'll carry it for you i'm easy i'm pleasant i'm with you always I'm always on top of what's your situation and circumstance. I'm always at work for you. I'm always, always, always there with open arms to hold you, to take care of you, to minister to you. Father, I thank you that everybody here that's going through any type of a hard time in their life right now, Father, I thank you that you're right there. Any mother that's here that's got children that are just driving them crazy, Father, I thank you that you're right there with that mother You'll never leave. You'll always direct and guide. Thank you for encouraging everybody here, every mother here that has done a tremendous job, whether they believe it or not. They've done the best they can do, and that's all God is expecting. And we just go one day at a time and watch you at work, not us, but we watch you at work because you are and will always take care of His Father. And we thank you for that, Father. And we give you all the praise in Jesus' name, amen.
1: Me Let it break at your name Still, call the sea to still The raging me to still Every wave at your name Jesus, Jesus You make the darkness tremble Jesus, Jesus you silence, fear, Jesus, Jesus. You make the darkness tremble, Jesus, Jesus. Breathe, call these bones to live, call these lungs to see once again. Baby
0: going on. And Father, there's so many mothers that have never met you. So many mothers that don't know you. Father, without you, we're nothing. Without you, we're we're in distress. We're in heartache. We're trying to go through problems and situations on our own. And we are not designed to do it. We're designed to be hooked up to you and allow you to direct us and guide us. And I thank you for every mother that's here that allows the Holy Spirit to direct and guide them. And we know that great fruit will come from that, Father. We trust in you and we thank you for it. We just lift up the name of Jesus, Father. In Jesus' name. And everybody said amen. Amen. Call you blessed. You are dismissed. Give somebody a hug before you leave today.